every morning. Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. So we've recently had the mining in Daba, of course, and a whole lot of issues have arisen there with regards to the sustainability of South Africa's mining segment. And of course, everything from jobs right through to making sure that mining can continue for a sustainable future have always been discussed. So let's talk now about mining and water. How do the two go together and what does it actually mean to ensure the sustainability of mining through mining and water. We chat now to uh, Catherine Kaufman, who is co-head of infrastructure in the public sector and TMNT Finance for Nedbank CIB. Uh, Catherine, thank you so much for your time. Really, really appreciate it. Mining and water, how do the two go together? I think it goes very well together, especially when you talk about sustainability. We know that the mining sector is one of the largest contributors to GDP. It's also one of the largest employers in the country and affects, I think, the lives of miners and ourselves and the ecosystem quite personally. What I mean by that is mining, as much as it has a great impact on the economy, it has a very adverse impact on the environment and natural resources, especially on water and water security. Unfortunately, mining activities does affect our water security, and that's mainly due to mining activities in the form of subsurface mining that happens below the waterbed. You experience what we call acid mine drainage. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it really refers to seepage that occurs from metals, toxins, pollutants into the waterbed, and it makes it inappropriate for human consumption, Mm. animal consumption, and you can't use it on plants. So from that perspective, the link between mining and water is is pretty easy to identify. Another reason why mining and water has become the buzzword is what you referred to in the beginning, which is sustainability of of mining activities. So the mining regulations also provide that mines have to create a sustainable environment at the end of life of a mine. So when you have mine closures, you have to make sure that when the mine is no longer there, the land, the buildings, something has to be sustained. There has to be sustainable activity past the mine life. Looks quite onerous, but actually it's an opportunity for second economies. For instance, you can use the land from the mine for agriculture. You can use the water that's trapped in the mine, treat that water and use it for human consumption and for irrigation on this land. And on the issue of AMD, a lot of work's been done by mining companies already. A substantial investment has been put into it. Unfortunately, mostly from the really large mining houses, not yeah, the junior yes. miners so much, because they just don't have capacity mm. in terms of funding. Yeah. In terms of ensuring that the likes of acid mine drainage don't continue to either just seep in or continue to form a habit, can we, one, reverse it, two, ensure that it happens minimalistically if nothing at all from here on in. Is there a way to you know, be working in that way uh, for now for mining companies? Absolutely. Obviously, um, a lot of the damage has already been done, so we need to fix that. But we mm. can actually just, first of all, try and prevent it from happening in the first place. And mines have done, a, once again, quite a lot of work in that department. In fact, a lot of mines, there are mines, especially the likes of, I don't know if I'm allowed to name them, but mm. the likes mm. of Harmony, sure. who have international awards and how they have worked towards making sure the mining activities don't impact natural resources, or if they do, it's at a minimal level. So the mines have done quite a lot of work there, and we do have the technology available locally 
to treat um, water that's been damaged by mining activities. Mm. So Nedbank, mining and water, how do those two then come together? That's my favorite topic, actually, <laughs> because Nedbank, as you know, is the Green Bank. And as the Green Bank, we actually take it quite seriously. We first bank to sign what is called the Equator Principle. It's yeah. World Bank regulations for how you fund into a project and how you manage risks in the project, sure. monitor the risks. And what it means in this instance is wherever we apply our funding, we are acutely interested in how it impacts the environment, how it impacts the ecosystem. And mining assets being one of the largest assets on our balance sheet, we will be very interested in how mining activities impact the environment. Mm. And then very finally, assistance then from the likes of government and other private uh, stakeholders, perhaps. Have you seen that sort of infiltrate into the sphere of the market and try to help uh, the sustainability of mining when it comes to whether it be acid mine drainage, the water in itself as well? Uh, Have you seen that amount of help come to the market? Yes, there's been, especially in instance of mine closures, mm. there's been quite a development. The Mine Water Coordinating Body was established in 2017, officially launched at NetBank in 2017. It's really a collaboration between stakeholders, a very neutral platform of engagement towards yeah. Collaborating what is sustainable mine closure in mm. that respect. So the Mine Water Coordinate Body consists of the DWS, which yeah. is Department of Water and Sanitation. I'm sorry I'm using sure. acronyms now. <laughs> the Department of Mineral and Resources, a few of the really big water users like ESCOM, uh, mining companies like Anglo, Exaro, South 32, yeah. as well as Cecil. And civil societies, municipalities, because you can't really do this on your own as mm. a mine. It mm. impacts the the whole society. So they've been working towards creating sustainable solutions either by the use of their land once the mine is closed uh, for agriculture or taking the water that's actually in the mines um, and using that excess water, treating it and using it for irrigation. Yeah. Ah, absolutely wonderful story. I truly hope that it continues and that uh, sort of creates some, some sort of legacy, shall we call it that, uh, for continued uh, sustainability of mining, not just in South Africa, but clearly across the continent as well. Catherine Kaufman, appreciate your time there, co-head of infrastructure for public sector and TMNT finance at NetBank CIB. Thank you so much for your time this morning. <laughs>